Welcome to the Kingdom Advancing Ministries podcast. My name is Pastor Virgil Lofty, better known to some of you and a lot of you as Pastor V. And I'm Prophetess Tanya Lofty, and we are so happy that you're here. Here at TCAM, it is our mission to bridge the gap between the church and the community. As we prepare to celebrate God's faithfulness to us and the official launch of a location, you can join us live online for communion and Bible study. And of course, make sure you subscribe to listen to the replay of those messages right here on the podcast. On behalf of myself, Pastor V. And me, Prophetess Tanya. And the entire TCAM family. We want to say thank you. God bless you for tuning in and being a part of the podcast. We pray that this message and these messages will be a blessing to you and will allow you and help you advance the kingdom of God. Amen. So be blessed by what you hear. And listen, the Bible tells us to not just be a hearer of the word, but be a doer of the word also. So, Father, I thank and praise you, Father, for this is the day that you have made. God, I'm so grateful. We rejoice and we are glad in it. God, thank you for another opportunity to fellowship together and to also share your word with these, your people. God, thank you, Father, that I decrease and that you may increase. Have your way on today, God. Let the greatest gifts of the Spirit be in full operation on today, God. Thank you for signs, miracles, and wonders, Father, that will be that will go forth in the day, God. Thank you for doing the the impossible, the miraculous, hallelujah, because it's who you are. And God, we give you great praise on today. It's in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, good morning to each and every one of you. Um, turn your Bibles. Let's just go ahead and get right on there. Turn your Bibles to um, Luke chapter 15. And I know when I say Bibles, turn your iPads, your phones, whatever electronic device you have, whatever apparatus you use to to gain access to the word of God, by all means, turn that to Luke chapter 15. We're going to pick up at verse 11. Verse 11. Luke 15, verse 11. I'm always excited to share the word with you guys because it's, it's a great honor for me to be in a position where I can share the word, first and foremost, that God entrusts me to share the word. And so I never take it for granted that you, anyone who comes and hears and listens and be a part of the Kingdom Advancing Ministries, I'm so very, very grateful because I think I, because when I think about where I was in my life and I look at where I started out, in my journey in life, to be at this point, I thank God because even in those moments when I didn't know a, as a personal relationship with God, I knew there was a God. I always knew that there was a God and there was something greater than I, but I didn't serve him. I sometimes mocked him. Because I didn't know him and I didn't understand him. So when in my not under in my lack of understanding, when people don't understand a thing, they mock a thing. 
And so in my lack of understanding who God really is and what he's really capable of doing, how he's capable of keeping and how he's so careful, which is one thing we're going to talk about on today, is when he, and he's so careful in covering us. I think back over those times and I'm so very, very grateful. I can remember times in my life when, when, when this was a part of the call of God in my life, but I didn't see it. And when death was at my door, he covered me. He protected me. When I came home drunk, laying in my mama's yard, getting around to the back of the house where I, in the basement where my room was, he covered me. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Y'all better come on here. Mm -hmm. When I laid in my bed and I was so drunk and so, 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 so over intoxicated that I vomited all over myself and my mama came and cleaned me up, but then the world couldn't see that part of me, he covered me. Mm -hmm. When I was a child playing football as a youth and I suffered as many concussions as I did and this thing of CTE and all this stuff is going about where people are having brain traumas and stuff, I thank God that now I stand before you with the activity of my mind to be able to think straight, to be able to think clear, soberly. He covered me. Hallelujah. And when you look back over your life, you have to give an account and you have to count up all the things that God has done for you and be honest enough and bold enough to say, God, thank you for covering me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When I chose wrong, y'all come on with me. Y'all better come on and get with me on this. When I chose wrong, that dude, that girl, that boy, that man, that woman, whoever I chose, when I chose wrong, thank you for covering me. Hmm. Hallelujah. I could have kept on with the wrong decision, but you covered me. Oh. Ah, that's when God tells us that his grace is sufficient for us. Mm -hmm. And I thank God, listen, because listen, he covers us. Even when we know we're wrong and he knows we know we're wrong. That's what he do. Hallelujah. He covers us. Woo, this morning. Hey, man, listen, I'm excited about him covering me. And you better, you ought to be too. I was great to say you better be because you don't better be. You need to be. You ought to be excited and grateful that when you couldn't see no way out of your situation, he already saw it out. He saw you out of it. He covered you. He covered me. Well, let me make it personal since y'all don't want to ride this ride with me. I'm going to be on this ride by myself. Then. Listen, he covered me. When I was in the world of, of being in the street, doing whatever I was doing, being doing, doing the things that I was doing, when all the things that I did des deserved death and they was death worthy, he covered me. Man, when people around me in the car with me, on the street, on the block with me, got shot and I didn't. Jesus. He covered me. Hmm. Hmm. Hallelujah. I'll take our boats not in the things that I've done and where he brought me from, but I, what I am conscious of and I'm cognizant of and I'm grateful to that I'm going to always give him glory about what he covered and brought me out of. Because I didn't do it, he did. 
He gave me an opportunity that when he gave me a way out, he said, follow me, and I followed. But in the midst of me trying to get to that place where I can follow him, he covered me. Yeah, I listen, I'm not both. I, listen, I'm grateful that I wasn't shot. Stabbed. He covered me. Yes, indeed. He knew where I would be right here today, saying what I what was being said, because he knew that once I knew and I recognized that it was him and only him who covered me, I will give him glory and praise for. It. How about you? You got enough in you to thank God on this morning for what he's covered in your life, how he's protected you, how he's looked after you, how he brought you to this place. No matter what you've gone through, he's covered you. And he lets you know he's with you and he's for you. I'm excited this morning. Hey, Luke 15. Hallelujah. I can stay right there. Because my testimony is a testimony of the triumph of God in my life. Most people counted me out. They never counted me in. They didn't think that I would do what I'm doing today. They didn't even think I would be allowed to, to be able to do what I'm doing today. Who be told I didn't think that I'd be alive. But I knew that once God touched me and he put his hands on me, I knew that there was greater in me. So what are you talking about, Pastor V? I'm gonna get to, I'm gonna get to Luke 15. But what I'm saying to you guys is even in my sin, when he touched me, hallelujah, that may be deep for somebody. Even in my sin, when he touched me, I knew then at, a, at that moment, that I was different. I can say that, be, Pastor B, because when I think about all the things that other people were getting into, and God will stop me from following along, I realized that I was there was something different about me. I'm helping somebody on this morning. You may not change immediately because I did, but I knew at the age of 19, that there was something different about me. Didn't think it would be this, but I knew there was something different. Because whenever we, y'all know, y'all talk back to me on the day. Whenever you know that there's a conscience on the inside of you, because see, here's the thing about being in the street and, being in, and, and living a life of sin. When you're not willing to go to the depths of sin, God is pulling you back. It helps you realize that's helping somebody realize that you are not built to live a life of sin. God has his hand on you. Because whenever there's a conscience, there's a God working on the inside of you. See, without see, sin has no conscience. But when God shows you that there's, there's repercussions about the things you're, you're about to get involved in, he's talking to you. He's speaking to you. We ignore it 
Absolutely we do. But thank God for covering us, amen? Even in our disobedience, he covers us. How do you know that, Pastor B? I'm glad you asked. Luke 15 and 11 will help us talk about that. This is when we're talking about the parable of the, of the, two, of the two sons. Yeah, I know some of it's called the prodigal. Let's talk about it on this morning. Starting at 11. Y'all with me? Amen. To illustrate this point further, Jesus told them this story. A man had two sons. The younger son told his father, I want my share of your estate now before you die. Impatience. See, a lot of us are impatient. A lot of us want what we want now. Not understanding that if God, and in this case, our parents, or even God gives us when we pray and we ask for something, if he gives us the things that we want at the moment, we want them not being fully prepared to receive them, what happens? Y'all hold that point. Before you die, so the father agreed to divide his wealth between his son. A few days later, the younger son packed all his things, his belongings, and moved to a distant land. So he got that money. He went, he, he, he packed up. As soon as he got his fortune, he went and packed up all his stuff. How many of that was y'all? Y'all got that blessing or y'all got that thing y'all been believing God for or y'all got that thing that y'all been inquiring or that y'all been going through whatever motions you went to get it. You finally got it. You packed up everything. I'm going to do this thing on my own. This is my money. I'm going to do it. I'm going to spend it the way I want to. I'm going to enjoy it the way I want to. Let's talk about it. And he said, move to a distant land. Move to a distant land. And there he wasted all his money and wild living and reckless living. How many of y'all receive something, receive some, a large sum of money or something of an inheritance of some sort and it's all gone? You blew it all on whatever you like, whatever, whatever that wild thing for you is, you blew it all. About the time his money ran out, a great famine swept over the land. How many of we know that when we outside, when we do things outside of the will of God, and we and we go out and we and we just do everything outside of what we're supposed to do, there's it seems there's a it seems like there's a drought that hits us. A famine hit the land. And he began to starve, the Bible tells us. Because he had no money and there was a famine in the land and no one would help him. How many of y'all know that when you got something, everybody's around. Everybody wants to party with the life of the party. <laughs> Everybody wants to be around the life of the party. Hey, all drinks on me. Come holler at me. Y'all don't, 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 don't be looking out there like Like wild, like the Bible says, got all the bottles all on you. Bottle, come on, bring the bottles. Listen, sit at my, sit at my table. Now they got what? Now, now, y'all talk about now. They got like they got little party areas. Now you can buy, you can buy what you can buy, you can buy area now, right? 
ain't, I ain't been out in the streets in almost 30 years, so y'all help me out. Y'all can buy they can buy earnings now, right? Mm-hmm. I just say I ain't been in the streets in almost 30 years. Good God Almighty. Bony dude. Went from king to no go go king. So then, so listen, he said, he began to starve. He was hungry. And listen, y'all know when, when you got money in your pocket, everybody want to be your friend. When you don't have nothing to give nobody, they see the money run out, run out. Uh, y'all come on, talk back to me on this moment. You can't find a friend. It's a VIP section. Yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah, we appreciate y'all at the VIP. Yeah, 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 you about the VIP. <laughs> But you can't buy a friend. You can't even go on the wheel of fortune and and and, and spend a friend when you when you run out of money. You can't go on family feuds. You can't. They won't be the number one selection. You can't find them nowhere. And the funny thing about it is, I used to have this saying that. No, let me not say that. I'm gonna leave that alone. Verse 15, he persuaded a local farmer to hire him. And the man sent him into the fields to feed the pigs. The young man became so hungry. We're talking about the son, the, the son here, who got his inheritance and ran out. He was broke, destitute. He had no more money. He spent it all. He blew it on, and I'm putting it in our terms, he blew it on offense, and parties, women, and whatever. He just blew it all. He was down at the casino, shaking hands, and slap, he was down there shaking hands, and, 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 and blowing, blowing, blowing his hands, making his hands warm. <laughs> yeah, I know what I'm talking about. He said, the young man became hungry, and then he, and then he said, the young man became so hungry that even the pods he was feeding the pigs look good. How, the mama, how, how many of y'all know that if you got to be so hungry to see what they feed pigs, which is slop, mm-hmm. leftovers. Mm-hmm. And it, this may go shot. It almost looked like regurgitation. The stuff they feed pigs. Mm-hmm. How do you know, Pastor B? My grandfather had pigs and seeing the trough and going out to the to the trough with him with the with the boots on and getting the bucket, it almost made me want to vomit the stench that was there. And to know they eat that. Now, if you eat pig, if you eat swine, I ain't talking about the swine. I ain't taking no fork off your fork from one of my fellow <laughs> brothers who used to say that. I ain't taking no fork off your fork. What what you eat don't make me fat. I ain't gonna bother you. I ain't bothering you about that. Y'all don't look so serious out there. I ain't coming against y'all and y'all pork. Y'all, y'all that's keeping you and your, your pork and your God. What I'm saying is that it has to be, you have to be so hungry that you want to eat that. And so, oh man, I, I remember. I remember, I can, just thinking about it, I can smell the stench from when I used to have to feed him with my grandfather. He said, but looking, that, 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 that looked good to him, but no one gave him anything. Mm-hmm. I'm still at verse 16. 
but no one gave him anything. He was so hungry, no one would give him any food. Even the man when he was feeding his pigs, he wouldn't get in and give him any food. When he finally came to his senses, tell some tell your neighbor, at some point you're gonna come to your breaking point. Mm. <laughs> Turn to your neighbor and say, some point, at some time, every man comes to his breaking point. Mm. Every, every human come, they we come to our breaking point. Says he finally came to his senses. He said to himself, Y'all know how that had to go. You talking to yourself. <laughs> Self, we can't keep doing this. No, that's right. <laughs> Self, I'm hungry. Self, we got to figure something else out. And there ain't nothing worse than when you start talking, you start talking in the third person. Virgil, I got to give me something. Zach, Zach talking to Zach. Zach, we got to do something. We got to do something better, Zach. We can't keep going out like this, Zach. I'm starving. Billy Jean, Billy Jean, we, I'm hungry, Billy Jean. <laughs> I'm, I'm starving, Billy Jeans. We, listen, I ain't gonna be there and feed these pigs. These pigs eating, and I'm starving. Taylor, 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 listen, I'm thirsty. Taylor, Taylor, we gotta figure out something. To, we gotta get something to drink, Taylor. I, I, listen, girl, you getting skinny, girl. We need to, we need to get something to drink, girl. We about to die. James, man, listen, James, James, hey, James, 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 come on, James. We better than this. We just had, we just had two steaks. you, to cover you. 
To cover me from what, Pastor me? To cover you from yourself. And that's what one, that's what this, that, that's what one of these sons had to be. And we will let's give, we will keep on reading because it's, it's not, I promise you this will bless your life. And it says further in, um, in, 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 in verse 19, and I am no longer worthy of being called your son. So now he's feeling some kind of way. He's going home and he's and he had to confess that he's sinned. And now he's in a moment of regret that I'm not even worthy. How do you got to feel or felt like you're not even worthy at this point? Or at some point in your life that God will call you, that he will call you back unto himself. That your sin has placed you so far outside of God's grace and covering that you have convinced yourself that you're no longer worthy to be covered. I got good news for you on this morning. And I am no longer worthy of being called your son. Please take me on as a higher servant. He wanted, he came back as a higher, he wanted to come back as a higher servant. Just so he can return. So he returned home to his father. And while he was still a long way off, he was coming on down the road, y'all. Going back to his father's home. Coming on down the road. How many of us have sinned and God is still calling us and we're making our trek back to God? We're going, we're trying to get back to God. And listen, here's, here's the good news about that. So he returned home to his father. And while he was still a long way off, his father saw him. Turn to your neighbor. Even though we're so far out there, our God sees us. Ooh, man, I better come home. I told y'all, get from get, get out of y'all place of comfort and y'all better get y'all shouting shoes on. Listen, no matter what, where you are in your life that seems so far out of the realm of God, he sees you. And guess what? He see you coming. Oh, man, that's good news. Oh, man, I'm excited because I can think about the times where I was so far out there. And even that, let's bring it on even here. When I thought, even as a, as a Christian, I thought I was so far away from God. He saw me coming. Um, I know that term. I can see you coming a mile away. I see that's coming miles away. Oh, man, y'all better shout out there. I'm trying to tell you, there's nothing that you're going through that God don't see. Nothing. And there's nothing that God, that you're doing that God sees you so far away that as long as you keep walking towards him, he's always in a position to comfort Oh, y'all, y'all playing with this thing. Y'all don't, y'all don't, y'all don't really want to, y'all don't really want to accept the fact that God loves covers. <laughs> for his father saw him coming filled with love and compassion oh man I wish y'all were in here with me because I'm telling you I'm about to explode because I can't speak for me I can't speak for you about how grateful I am to God that he's filled with that he filled with so much love and compassion towards me. You gotta own that for you. He's filled with love and compassion towards me. 
He ran to his son and embraced him and kissed him and said to him, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you, and I am no longer worthy of being called your son. Ooh, but the father is there, but the father, turn to your neighbor and say, but the father said to, to, his, to the servants, quickly, bring me the finest robe. Oh, <laughs> oh man, God said, bring these, the servants said, go get the finest robe. That's what God is saying. He has the finest thing for you. He has the finest robe to cover you. He don't just throw no any old thing on us, y'all. Just children. He don't just clothe us with any old thing. He gets. He gives us the finest. See, we go out running, looking for the finest, but all the finest things are were all within him. You can never find anything finer than God. No one who's going to treat you the way God's going to treat you. Who's going to love you the way God loves you? Who's going to respect you the way? Listen, no man is going to love you the way God loves you, sister. We hope that our husbands love us because they love God. They love us the way God loves them. And no man is going to love the way God loves you. We hope they do, but God loves us. It's always eternal for us. At some point, our love, my wife and our love is going to run out. Why? Because our time together is going to run out. Woo, but our time with God never runs out. Oh, y'all better come on in here. But the father said to, to the servant, quick, bring the finest robe in the house and put it on. Get a ring for his finger and sandals for his feet. He's clothing him, y'all. He's restoring him back to where he was. And letting them know, even though you went out, it is like you never left in the first place. Because now, one time did the father say, you blew all that money? Come on in. How many of us remind people of the things that they did? <laughs> See, the story tells us about God never reminds us of the things he, that we've done. He just covers us for the things that we've already been through. See, we, we get so focused, and as people, and as, 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 as we've gotten so corrupted in our thinking, we always remind people, remember you such and thus? This story is letting us know that God never brings up that stuff. He never reminds us, okay, we took it, we took advantage of it. He never, all he tells us that I love you. And if you want to come on, you can be restored and covered. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Woo. But not us. We need to get like we need to look, we need to we need to adopt this story of this parable of the prodigal and of God. We need to get this into our lives that listen, because people don't do what we want them to do with what we've given them. That's no reason for us now to turn our backs on them. If we love them. Your children may not have all, not, 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 not say that. your children may not, they may have been conditioned by life and by situations outside of your teachings and the teachings of the word of God that you've given them, that they may run into this world and do things that are so far away from what they've been taught. 
What do we do? We cast them away. Job is to cover them. Yeah, you went out there, you blew it all. But the moment they come running back to, they come running back to the place that they know is of safety to them. And we can see them from a mile away coming back. Because God has shown us that they're coming. They're coming back home. What do we do when we first see them? You blew all that money. What we now what we've done is we've killed them all over again. When all we're supposed to do is bring them back in, cover them, help them lick up their wounds, and get them prepared to fight again. Zach, I know you're looking for a title to this message. You just tell these people out here that's listening, I'm covered. <laughs> Yeah, I'm covered. And that I'm covered means you got to own I'm covered. You got to put on I'm covered. Psalms 91 and 1 tells us that he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. If that ain't covering y'all, I don't know what to tell you. So if you got to wonder if you're covered or not, Psalms 91 and 1 tells you that he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high. Now here's the kicker to that. You got to be willing to dwell in this secret place. You got to be willing to spend time with him to know him. And if you don't know, listen, because when y'all know, when tragedy happens, if you don't know where to run to, you're going to be out there left to fend for yourself. You got to know that you can run to God. And in that, and in, that, and in those tragic, and not even real tragic moments, but in those moments of your life, you know, you gotta find something to shelter. What greatest shelter that you can have than God? Yeah, He wants us to, He wants us to abide under His shadow. He does, brother. Yeah, He does because He wants to cover us. He's telling us there's going to be times when we gotta receive that He comes. Yes, indeed. Y'all remember that song by, was it, Ashby the Sinner, Solid as a Rock? Sometimes things ain't always solid as a rock. Sometimes your relationships ain't always solid as, as a rock. But we got to run to God. We got to be comfortable with going to God. We got to be comfortable with making him our rock and our fortress. Psalms 91 and 4, he tells us, he will cover us with his feathers and under his wings. Hallelujah. He's telling us, y'all, that we can run to him. He'll protect us. He'll cover us. He'll look after us. He'll watch over us. But here's a question to you. How many of y'all are interested in being covered? Yeah, I'm interested in being covered. I thank God for covering me. I allow my story and a portion of my story as we were getting started about my life. 
And you testify that God covered you, kept you, protected you, or do you think you kept yourself? Mm. See, I'm not foolish enough to think that there's nothing that I did. I jumped down the alley quick enough to keep from hiding myself. I moved because he told me to move. Now I didn't know it, but my steps were ordered of the Lord. Your steps are ordered of the Lord. The Bible says that the steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord. Yes, indeed. And I'm grateful that he ordered my steps. I don't know about you. How many of y'all out there agree with that on this morning? I'm excited. I'm excited that he covered me. I hope y'all are inviting people to come into these, into Sunday service, into Bible study. If y'all know and y'all come on and y'all see people who are not interested in, or not, not interested, but not tapped into Bible study, y'all call them. Why are we on live? Text them. Let them know. Press the beans on. You want to, you, listen, you, you tell, listen, whatever's going on, you want to be covered. Don't let one failure stop you. One trip make you stop running. Just because you run, listen, we're in the race and there's hurdles. Just because you trip over hurdles, keep running. Get to the finish line. It's your job as a believer to uplift and to move others. This ministry grows because people are excited about the word that's coming forth. Now, if you're not excited about the word, then that's one thing. I'm excited about the word. And so with that excitement, we tell others about the goodness of the Lord. And the great impact that it's having on our lives. Share with them. Encourage them. Admonish them. Get in. To the exciting things that God is doing. Listen, because this year is going to move so quickly. And the things that God is going to do in the lives of the believers, man, it's going to be astounding about the miracles that, that the believers are going to testify to. Everybody's not going to have the, the testimony of miracles. It's the ones who are sold out, committed to the things of God. Yes, indeed. Yeah, I know I've been talking. We've been talking about that. And that's the truth that I want to continue to share. Listen, it's communion time. You guys enjoy the word? You guys did? Well, let's get on it. We're going we're gonna to join. We're going to get in communion. Hmm. I'm excited. Y'all turn to your neighbor and say, I'm covered. Yeah, God knows I'm covered. I'm covered. I'm covered. I'm covered. I'm covered. I'm covered. Yeah, I'm covered. Hallelujah. Yeah, God, don't ever take me from underneath the covering. I'm covered. I want to stay right underneath your, your covering. I want to stay right in the shadow of y'all. I want that's I want to live there. I want to live with your covering over me, knowing that God, I protect, I'm protected by you. I don't do foolish things just to test your protection, but I know I'm protected. Amen. Hmm. 
Yeah, y'all know how it is. Y'all sometimes we 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 pay for insurance on our cars, and we sometimes we don't even know we paying it. But thank God, God, if anything happens, we thank God that we know we had. That's the covering of God. Even when we stop acknowledging or recognizing that He's covering us, we when something happens, He reminds us that I'm still with you. He's better than all state. He's better than all of you. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah, turn your Bibles up to First Corinthians. <laughs> 